0: Hi, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mountain Hope Presbyterian Church on our weekly podcast, Today's Word from Our Sunday Sermon. If after listening you have questions and want to contact us, you can do that at our email, Press at hvc.rr.com, or check out our website at www.otisvillepress.org. We're looking at making difficult choices Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7, because Noah had faith, he was warned about something that had not yet happened. He obeyed and built a boat that saved him and his family. In this way, the people of the world were judged, and Noah was given the blessings that come to everyone who pleases God. And also Genesis chapter 6 verses 5 to 22, the Lord saw how bad the people on earth were, and that everything they thought and planned was evil. He was very sorry that he had made them, and he said, I'll destroy every living creature on earth. I'll wipe out people, animals, birds, and reptiles. I'm sorry I ever made them. But the Lord was pleased with Noah, and this is the story about him. Noah was the only person who lived right and obeyed God. He had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. God knew that everyone was terribly cruel and violent, so he told Noah, Cruelty and violence have spread everywhere. Now I'm going to destroy the whole earth and all its people. Get some good lumber and build a boat. Put rooms in it and cover it with tar inside and out. Make it 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Build a roof on the boat and leave a space about 18 inches between the roof and the sides. Make the boat three stories high and put a door on one side. I'm going to send a flood that will destroy everything that breathes. Nothing will be left alive. But I solemnly promise to you, your wife, your sons, and your daughters-in-law will be kept safe in the boat. Bring into the boat with you a male and female of every kind of animal and bird, as well as a male and female of every reptile. I don't want them to be destroyed. Store up enough food, both for yourself and for them. Noah did everything that the Lord told him to do. So, have you ever gotten so frustrated and disappointed with something you have worked really hard on that you just didn't want to deal with it again? Life is often like that. We decide to invest our time, energy, imagination, and love in something or someone, and then it doesn't work out the way we had anticipated or hoped. Making the difficult choice to jump in to put our heart and soul into something is hard enough, but to then have things crumble before our eyes is heartbreaking. Have you ever grieved over something you've created that you just wanted to walk away from and have nothing to do with? Even in extreme cases, to destroy it, like a painting or a garden, or even a person, to just give up and walk away from it all, especially the huge burden and pain of loss. Let's face it, all of us have felt that way at some time or another. Did you know God understands that grief, that sense of failure, that devastation, that heartsick feeling? Because God, too, has experienced it. Imagine if you can being the creator of all that is and finding that none of it is willing to acknowledge you as the one who made it, the one to thank, the one to hold in great esteem, not even willing to acknowledge that you exist. Plumb that deep, deep grief. And then you come near to understanding God's overwhelming disappointment with his creation in Genesis chapter six. It turns out it was all for naught except, the Bible says, for Noah. Now think about that. After all that had gone wrong with Adam and Eve, with Cain, with Lamech, along came Noah. Amazing Noah who believed, who had faith, when it seems no one else did. Noah acknowledged God as creator and sustainer of life, so the God of creation built a relationship with Noah, took Noah under his wing, as it were, mentored Noah and his family, and in the end, God saved Noah. Yes, the price was to build an ark, a symbol of Noah's devotion and love, a symbol of Noah's faith, ultimately. How many of you would love to have that kind of relationship with God? How many of you are building that kind of relationship with God right now? Do you see yourself as working alongside God in this world? Are you serving a a mentoring God who is in the process of shaping you and molding you to be one of this generation's Noah's? What we often remember about Noah is the animals and the ark and the water, but what Hebrews wants us to understand is that while the animals in the ark and the water are wonderful and terrifying in turns, what really matters is Noah's faith just like all the heroes of Hebrews 11, all the heroes of Scripture, all the heroes of this generation and every generation, what matters is faith, the kind of faith that leads you to do what God has called you to do, to live in a way that constantly reflects God's confidence in you, that you have God's back, that you are a faithful follower a workman or workwoman worthy of praise because you are busy building an ark just like Noah. It doesn't matter that the ark you are building is not made of gopher wood and tar. What matters is that you're building a faithful family, a faithful church, a faithful community, and your own faith. And then that you are putting that faith to work. Every time you are faced with making difficult choices, Remember Noah and his willingness to put his faith to work. The word of the Lord. Amen.